0: This episode of Sparrow Folk Adventures in Suburbia is proudly brought to you by Your Wardrobe Wingbirds at BirdsNest.com.au. Um, Lark, why is your six year old wearing your cocktail dress? Yeah, uh, reduce, reuse, recycle, Fox? I wasn't wearing it anymore, so I. There's thought... a better way, Lark. Bird's Nest
1: Rehatched.
0: Okay, I'm listening. You send your pre-loved Bird's Nest clothing to Bird's Nest Rehatched and they send you store credit for your next shop. Store credit, eh? You can spend it on new or rehatched clothing. Just look for the pre-loved tab on the website. Reduce, reuse and recycle. That's much better than sending Michael to school in my jumpsuit. Sign me up. To To the the wardrobe! wardrobe! Extend the life of your clothing with the Birds Nest community and Birds Nest Rehatched. Birdsnest.com.au. Comedy! Music! Music. Women! Plucking! On ukuleles! Ah. In a musical comedy adventure for ears only, two lives, true lives, where music and comedy intertwine. Who says women can't have it all? This <laughs> is Sparrow Folk Adventures in Suburbia. In our last chapter. Fox and Lark had a professional development chat with their manager, Magnus. You're fired. But when Lark had make-up sex with Magnus, she learned an inconvenient truth about her post-baby body. Jesus Christ, on a bicycle! Fox decided to go parenthood alone, so Lark put the hard word on their new manager, Neville Dentata.
1: You know, I'll do anything for my favourite client. Whoa, Ernst!
0: Then don't come back! Defending their right as women to make dubious life choices on the spur of the moment, Fox stood up to her mum, Ruth, about going solo. Mum, it's my body, my time. And Lark decided on cosmetic surgery for her lady parts. Yes, my body, my time. Before finally realising it was a bloody stupid idea. I want to keep my vagina! And in all the excitement, the girls still haven't learned about Neville's first win as their manager.
1: Can I interest you in a modern feminist glum folk duo? Yeah, come in. That's just the thing I need. Is it
0: though? Let's find out in the next chapter of Sparrow Folk Adventures in Suburbia. In Suburbia. Morning has broken. Fox, high on life, arrived at Lark's for their meeting with Neville. Yoo <sighs> <gasps> <gasps> <meeting> <gasps> just me. Michael, where's your bag? Socks before shoes, Come Elliot. Now, Why do are do you it. wearing undies? All right, Not on your, your head. Turn. Where's Janie? Take Inside, it no, was the normal morning telling. routine. Okay. No, akin to putting an octopus parties. in a string bag. No, you can't wear a nappy as a cape. Hello. Michael and Elliot give Arnie Fox a big cuddle. Do not do that. Get your bags, Fox. Hold Janie, we've got a lot to do today. Michael, take Dad's undies off your head. Come here, you. I just want to hold you and squeeze you and smell Mark you. Mark saw and the yellow brick road to baby brain appear ahead of Fox. Actually... Give her back. Help the big kids instead. Great. I've just read this book on play-based parenting and it's super effective for when you're trying to get them to... Just get their shoes on. Lark, clutching Janie like a football, ran around the house with Magnus as they grabbed the detritus needed to get their kids in the car
1: and off to school. Magnus, Fox is doing their shoes. Oh, Fox is here. How's the... Oh, is there a bun-bun in the tum-tum?
0: No. The sperm donor thing didn't work out. Oh. Ah, there's the lunch boxes. She returned to the front door to find Fox performing a puppet show with the children's socks. You smell like feet, Mr. Winkle. Fox! Magnus! Magnus swooped into the hall, school bags on shoulders, plucked the shoes and socks from Fox, and shepherded the kids to the
1: front door. Left, right, left, right, that's like the, way the synchronized
0: go. parents they were, Mark yes, yes, opened we the front door, bye dropping kisses mom, on the
1: boys' bye. heads as Magnus Say swept them boys, out the door and passed mom. Neville, who oh, was Helen waiting Deville. on the doorstep. One, two, three,
0: bye kids, bye darling. Oh, sorry.
1: Good day. Uh, I'm Neville dent I'm your manager.
0: We know, Neville.
1: And perhaps father of your unborn child. Lark shook her head. Neville slumped. Oh, uh, should we try again? Perhaps this time we could... We have it under control. No. Right. Come in. What's up? I found you a geek.
0: That's amazing. Fox impulsively threw her arms around Neville, who blushed so hard his blood pressure almost failed. What is it?
1: The uh, client wants innovative female musicians to write a catchy jingle for their new product. Great. What is it? Yeah, Aphrodite, a new feminine freshening product. Ah. Uh... Oh, you know, for... Sorry, Fox, for down there, if it's Wiffy. Whiffy. Oh, Wiffy. Whiffy. Whiffy.
0: OK. When do they need it?
1: Oh, we do a demo for Bob at 5pm. Today.
0: What?! what? Mum, it's not a good... (gasps) What? (laughs) Two minutes and a packed baby bag later, Fox, Lark and Janie were dashing back to Fox's house. There is no way your mum is locked in the walk-in wardrobe. You don't even have a walk-in wardrobe. That's why I'm worried. (laughs) Mum? Mum? Are you alright? They ran through the house to find Ruth perfectly healthy prepping dinner in the kitchen oh yes just making dinner but it's 9am is it can't be too organized tea so you're perfectly fine not trapped in any way just a little muddled good thing i have you on hand in the same house to keep me on track lark shot her friend a subtle your mother is a manipulative warthog ruining your life look i guess we're working here then Mum, come Oh, I'd love one I think she meant you'd make it Like a good housemate would Oh, of course Fox and Lark turned to the problem at hand One day to write a jingle, Lark Can we do it? Should we do it? It's a feminine freshening product So what? I used to use them all the time. You also used coconut oil for sunscreen, Mum. The only thing that needs freshening is the patriarchy's understanding of healthy anatomy. I don't know. We could use the experience, but are we selling out? As a woman has recently doubted her own vagina's worth, I don't want to make anyone feel like that. Oh, I doubt that will happen. I've never found your songs very effective... Fox saw Lark's ears turning red—a clear sign of impending sarcastic wit and fury. On second thoughts, let's go work at yours, Lark. What a shame! Will you be back for dinner? Fox and Lark turned to face Ruth, who was standing over a roast chicken, generously squirting marinade over it with a turkey baster. Ah, uh, no. Arriving back at Lark's, the birds were trying to talk themselves into selling their souls for cash. On the other hand, maybe our feminist perspective would bring a new level of integrity to... An otherwise highly dubious product? Oh, maybe we shouldn't do it. So we should tell Ruth we are free for basted Chicken tonight? Actually, I'm starting to feel quite inspired. What the heck?
1: Magnus? Mark, you're not supposed to be home. What are you doing? It's a surprise. You can't be here. But we need to be here. You know I don't do this often, love lamb, but I'm doing it now. Here's my foot. I'm raising it. Magnus! It's up in the but air.
0: Not the and foot. And I'm aiming
1: for a spot on the no, ground. No, the foot thing. I'm lowering it. Enough. Lower. Oh, come
0: on, Magnus. My foot Eight. is
1: down. Oh. The foot has spoken.
0: Fine. We'll find somewhere else. Come on, Janie. With tea and toast, their favourite cafe, too popular for a work session, the birds found a new, quieter cafe. With a triple shot flat white and an almond milk chai on the way, Fox and Lark were finally able to get to work. Okay, what if we make it about being self-aware? Hmm? Oh. You want a cup of two, hey, Janie? Wow. Breasts are amazing, aren't they? It was at that moment Lark noticed a pair of uni students looking at her feeding bosoms in shock. Hey, why don't you just take a picture? Wait, that was sarcastic. You... Oh, bloody hell. Janie pulled off the boob. Breast milk squirted onto the table just as the waiter arrived with their drinks. Here are your nipples. <laughs> a drink. Um, that one's soy. Sorry, I just didn't expect nipples. Uh, can I... Would you like... Um, there's space in the disabled bathroom. No thanks, I'm fine. Like... Right as the waiter scurried away to refresh their drinks, Fox and Lark felt the eyes of the entire cafe boring into them. Fox recognised a glint in Lark's eyes. Lark, strange feeling coming over me. Lark, as I stare at my coffee. Don't know if it's lack of sleep. On my post baby body Must be this new ego That comes when your assets grow And now I want to share them around With everybody When I'm out getting a bite to eat Or meeting people on the street I'm always thinking to myself Would you like to see them They've never been this big before Come on, won't you wait for everyone to cop an eye full and I'm not going to retreat to the comfort of a toilet seat, no, no, I'm happy to stay out here where everybody Made them take away, just in case. Excuse me, we have a right to be here, you know. My day has been ruined now. We're taking our business elsewhere. Fox, you grab, grab the that. nappy bag. Okay. Now I have that. No, I've no, got I'll that. Grab just it. move that okay, chair I'll... so I can. get What bit of have. Okay, now. all right. Can get the pram. Can I just? Can I okay. just... Na- no, I have a... that. Um, get no, it. I've got Let's. that. I'm just. Oh, this... Bloody hell! It's hard to storm out of a place these days. Ah, uh, you need to pay. Okay, I guess they're on the house. Snip, snip, Dolores. Neville sat in front of Dolores, his favorite bonsai Chinese elm. He clipped her delicate branches as he listened to the free chapter of Band Management for Dummies for the 17th time.
1: A good band manager is all about the three C's contracts, calendars, and creativity. A careful balance of all these three C's. Oh, excuse me, Dolores. Hi, Neville. Hi,
0: Neville.
1: Oh, why don't you... you already in. Have a... Yes, that's where I would have sat too.
0: Oh my goodness, your tiny trees are adorable.
1: Actually, it's quite big for a bonsai. This one here is Dolores. Great.
0: Neville, we need a place to write this jingle.
1: Oh wow, that's excellent, for sure.
0: Thanks, Neville. You're the best. Okay, luck, maybe we should be... Um...
1: So you probably know band managers, like myself, are the masters of the three C's.
0: Any chance that stands for coffee, cake and quiet? Ah, uh,
1: ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. No. Contracts, calendars and creativity. I've already sorted the contracts, so... Neville pulled some post-it notes from his hall stand and
0: started writing on them.
1: Let's see. It's 10.30. That leaves six hours until we have to do the demo for Bob. So 10.30 to 11.30 can be mind mapping. Then 11.30 to 12.30 can be writing the introductory sting, I believe you call it. <laughs> 12.30 can um, be... Um, Neville,
0: that's not really how we work. Yeah, Nev. So maybe just ca off ca- ache
1: and ca quiet? Oh, oh, no problem. I don't have coffee and cake, so I'll just sit over here. Super.
0: Neville sat back at his bonsai bench, desperately thinking of how to help. He remembered a mindfulness yoga class at Sunshine Manor. Right, let's start with lyrics. What rhymes with whiffy vagina? Oh, gift made in China? Oh no, would that be too racist? Speaking of whiffy, what's that stink?
1: Neville, what's going on? I did five senses therapy the other day. Scent can stimulate the creativity centres of the brain. Can that
0: scent? What is it?
1: Um, well, I didn't have any incense at home, so this is vanilla bean and frangipenny from my loo.
0: Neville, why don't you leave the creativity to us? Oh, of course. Downhearted, Neville retreated to Dolores. (sighs) Have your knickers been too tidy? You should try some Aphrodite. Um... Oh, if your fanny's feeling manky, why not try? Hmm. Snip, snip.
1: Fox and Lark looked at each other.
0: Uh, Nev, I think we've got it. Pick us up at 4.30, OK? Bye,
1: what? Nev. But you... Well, Dolores, I think that went pretty well.
0: Fast running out of options, the birds returned to Lark's, hoping Magnus would have finished his secret project. He had indeed finished, but only because... <laughs> oh, Elliot! Michael! Give me Fox a
1: cuddle. Oh, hello. I'm sorry, love lamb. The school called. I'm afraid the boys have knits.
0: Great. OK, stop cuddling me now. Well, kids, Mummy and Fox have to write a jingle, OK? So we're going
1: into the spare room. Oh, no, not that one. My surprise, remember? Fine.
0: We're going into Mummy and Daddy's room with Janie and we're not to be disturbed. Got it? <sighs> <sighs> Finally. Okay, let's go. Oh, I had a really good rhyme for manky before the nits. Hanky, cranky, and spanky.
1: I brought you some tea.
0: Thanks, darling. But we really need our own space. Oh,
1: understood, love lamb.
0: Oh, I know what it was. Not manky, Rank. If your vagina's a little rank, it's time to be really frank. Um, Ooh, I've got biscuits. Maybe? I don't think that would make me buy it. We try the opposite. Make your vulva smell sunny. Give Aphrodite, your your money. <coughs> oh. Magnus! Michael! Oh, darling, you've put knit shampoo all over my pants. Sorry,
1: love lamb, he got away. Michael?
0: I wish I had a baby to put knit shampoo all over my pants. Oh,
1: So sorry, Fox.
0: Mm. One day. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What about... One sec. The stress in the tea... Is making you wee. Something like that. Lark tiredly thrust Janie at Fox and went into the hall.
1: Oh, are you on a break? No, I'm going to the toilet. Just that I can't find my red shirt. Top drawer. Oh, thanks, Love Lamb. <laughs> Elliot, matey, get dad
0: to deal with it. <laughs> Michael, I'm on the toilet. <laughs> I don't want to be with for dinner. I don't care. But thanks, Magnus. Have I made myself clear? It's my alone time in here. Let's talk about it later. Go on and hit the road. Don't want to share this load. Do yourself a favor. Come. Lark came back into her room, closed the door and leaned her forehead against it for a few seconds. Look, Janie, it's Mummy. Yep, it's Mummy. Mummy, Mummy, Mummy. Lark forced a smile on her face and turned to take her youngest from her bestest. But when, yet again, the door opened behind her... Oh, excuse me, love How many pickle-tickling ways do I have to say we just need to be left alone?! (sighs) Sorry, Magnus. I didn't mean to... I'll
1: just leave this here, then. Magnus carefully placed a
0: jar with a small blob of something on the dresser and went to leave. Uh, is that... Oh, my God! Magnus! Magnus mustered all the dignity possible for a man who has just been yelled at by his wife for putting
1: sperm on the dresser. I know today has not gone well... I thought perhaps I could take the pressure off in one area at least. Fox and Lark were gobsmacked. I guess it also took the pressure off my area. (laughs) Perhaps it was a stupid idea. I was only trying to help. On the one hand, it was a wonderfully selfless, generous gesture. On the other hand, gosh,
0: so many things. For me... Oh, that's so Inappropriate! It's inappropriate, Magnus
1: Yes, inappropriate Do I need to tell you why? Oh, probably not I'll just... There are uh, at
0: least a thousand things that would relieve my stress more than unrequested wanking into a jar
1: As always, you make an excellent point
0: Fox, Lark and Magnus all looked at each other in silence for a few moments Lark broke first Magnus, can you take Janie, please? Fox, grab our stuff We're going to the cubby of solitude. Finally alone, Fox and Lark breathed deeply. Finally, they could work uninterrupted. Finally, inspiration would strike. Lark? Yep. I think we really don't have any ideas for this piece of crap product.
1: I think... I'm not interrupting. I'm just hanging out the laundry. I bet you're doing really well.
0: Lark stood, well, crouched due to the cubby house's low ceiling and yelled out the window. We are doing well. In fact, we're nearly finished. Lark faked a loving smile to Magnus and pulled her head back inside. Are we? Do you have a great idea? No, we're screwed. Maybe Magnus had a point. Maybe if we can sort out your sperm donor issue, that will um, unblock us. (gasps) Great! How do we do that? Well, who else can we ask? Oh, I know. I'm pretty sure Felix at the cafe helped Irma and Yukiko have their baby. That's perfect. Call him. Okay. Oh, hi Felix. Fox here. So good to talk again warm-up. I was just thinking the other day about what an amazing thing you did for Irma and Yukiko. let that baby up. And I don't know if you know, but I am also thinking about parenthood and was hoping you might be able to help me out too. What do you think? Whoa, straight for the kill shot. I could come and pick it up, say at a. Holy crap, Fox. You smooth talker. Anyway, look, you let me know. You've got my number. Bye. <laughs> oh, it's Fox. Did I say that before? <laughs> Bye. Fox ended the call and turned to Lark, bright-eyed. Lark looked at her in disbelief. Ha, ah, That went well. Uh Just to clarify, that was all a voicemail message. Uh-huh. Oh no. Should I have left my number? No, no, I don't think that would have made any difference. Three hours. Fifteen voicemails, three curt no's and eleven texts informing Fox her number had been blocked. Later, Fox and Lark had neither a prospective sperm donor nor a complete jingle to demo for Bob. But fate waits for nobody. And thus, Neville still arrived picked the birds up at precisely
1: 4.30. Neville or Magnus? Uh, how are they going? Great. They said they were almost finished three hours ago, so I'm sure they have a super jingle ready.
0: In the cubby house, Fox and Lark had heard Neville arrive and were in full panic mode. Oh, goodness, oh no, oh no, no, no,
1: Fox, Neville's here.
0: Shit. Shit. We're just going to have to tell him the truth. I can't let Magnus know I lied to him. Shit. Lark took a deep breath, ducked her head and stepped out to face reality. Fox close on her heels.
1: Neville! Have you worked your magic? Are you ready for Bob? Actually, Neville...
0: We're more than ready. What? I'll just give Janie a feed and we'll go. But we're not... Uh, the baby has to eat, Fox. Lark smiled sweetly at Fox as she headed into the house. Fox, perplexed, followed her. What are you doing? Buying time. But I actually do need to feed Janie. Once in the house... Lark headed towards the lounge room, only to be interrupted by Magnus.
1: Oh, perhaps you'd like to use the spare room instead.
0: Uh, okay. Lark headed, bemused, to the spare room, followed by a curious fox and neville and an excited and proud Magnus. She pushed open the door and... Oh, oh, Magnus! The power tool noises had been magnus converting the spare room into a soundproof music studio. The walls, window and door were covered with egg curtains and foam. Lark's desk and computer had been moved in from the
1: lounge room. And...
0: There's a lock on the inside!
1: And this is for the outside.
0: He presented her with a sign, hand-painted with birds' nests. One side said, the birds are in, the other... Go away. Oh, Magnus, it's beautiful.
1: Lark threw her arms around her husband. Oh, I just wish I'd had it ready for you to write your jingle. But you did it anyway, Lark. <laughs> like the pros you are. <laughs> are those tears <laughs> of happiness? Most
0: of them. Thanks, Magnus. Eyes dried and baby-fed, Fox and Lark followed Neville to his car and their impending doom. Yahoo! Hashtag Ava's arrival was the icing on the doom. Want to taste my home-brewed kombucha? I'm testing it for a new blog. Ah. Magnus will. Sorry, Ava.
1: Oh, I thought Fox might like to sit in the front.
0: Um, Lark and I just need to sit together so we can warm up. It's part of our process. Oh. Even their plan was pretending to have a jingle to perform in 15 minutes while not actually having anything, the birds needed a new plan. Actually Neville, do you have something you could listen to so we can prepare? In private? (laughs) As it turns out, I do. Neville pressed play on his audiobook.
1: Bacon, kittens, and naked women have all notoriously been part of rider agreements for bands, but only one of these items is appropriate.
0: As soon as they were confident Neville couldn't hear, they started whispering furiously in the back seat. What are we going to do? I don't know. Oh, it's a message from Felix. He's in? Well, he's only threatening a restraining order at this stage, so there's still a chance he's out. Uh, What about the guys you asked on
1: Flirtle? Flirtle. Oh, crap, I've been banned from Flirtle too. Could this day get any worse? Okay, ladies, we're here. Ready to shine? As
0: Neville bounded ahead, Fox and Lark peered out the car window at the recording studio... In front of them. Oh, this isn't a recording studio. It's a house. The front door opened and Fox and Lark got their first glimpse of... Ooh. Bob. Is he wearing a kimono? Is he wearing anything under the kimono? Fox, are we going to be murdered? At least today would be over. Come on. We still don't have a song, Lark. We just have to wing it.
1: Come and meet Bob.
0: Un- closer inspection, Bob was even creepier than from afar. One eye roved with intent and the other roved with negligence. He had sauce stains on his kimono which gaped with each stride. Bob
1: Schlinger, creative director of Aphrodite. The studios in the back come through. Oh, isn't this great? No.
0: The path through Creepy Bob's house was filled with taxidermied animals in poses from horror films.
1: Well, I did them myself. They
0: stepped into Bob's garage studio. Fox and Lark couldn't help but notice the stuffed possums posed to recreate the basement scene from Silence of the Lambs. Wow! How do you get them so realistic?
1: Uh, I rubs the lotion on their skin
0: too. Ooh. The studio was surprisingly well set up, although the sofa
1: looked like it had seen way too many sessions. Ladies, to the microphones, yeah. <sighs>
0: of course, Bob. Neville, why don't you have a seat?
1: Neville headed to the couch.
0: Not there. Uh try that hard wipeable chair there. Just confirm there's no lock on the outside. I think it's safe.
1: Give me a moment, ladies. I've got to push me buttons. Unless you wants to push me buttons. (laughs) All
0: good, thanks, Bob.
1: Okay, you chicks ready to surprise me?
0: Oh, Bob, we might even surprise ourselves. Just give us a couple of seconds to warm up.
1: And write a jingle. Okay.
0: What the hell are we going to sing? Does something smell weirdly like Vegemite? The whole place is fishy. How the hell are we going to get an everyday woman out there in radio land in the mood to buy a product about how her downstairs smells when it's already perfectly fine? We're just inviting women to pour more hate on themselves. On some crappy FM station between playing sexy songs and ads for cat food. The smell? No, no. The fragrance of a lady's vagina does not need to be fixed. Plain and simple. Yeah. We have to make this uplifting. And if Creepy Bob doesn't like it, I say stuff him. (playing) Yes. (laughs) That's it. Trying to get yourself in in the mood. Time to give your downstairs attitude. When you're ready for sexy sexy play. play. Freshen up the Aphrodite way. Oh, oh, Aphrodite make make Downstairs, smell delighty. Oh, oh, Aphrodite Makes a woman strong and mighty okay, yeah. I, I, We're ready to go now, that was that tuning we just song. tuning
1: up yeah. No need, you nailed it, ladies <laughs>
0: What? Hang on, really, were you recording that whole
1: time? Yeah, that was delicious
0: mm. Creepy Bob stood, breathing through his mouth and looking fox
1: and lark up and down like they were tender sides of lamb. Yes, told you they could do it, eh, Bob? Look, girls, ladies, please. Shut up, Nev. Look, I'm not going to lie, I think it'll need a bit of tweaking, but I think I can make it work. Who wants a cuddle? Uh, no, 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 not me. Nope. Someone's going to give me a cuddle. Fox and Lark
0: quickly assessed their nearest exit.
1: Oh, excuse me, Bob.
0: Does something smell weirdly like Vegemite? Vegemite? Vegemite
1: Vegemitey? Nailed it
0: two weeks later at fox's house the birds were huddled around the radio they were waiting to hear their jingle for the first time i can't believe i'm excited to hear how i can freshen up my downstairs yeah it's a weird combination of extreme pride and devastating shame definitely shame ruth perhaps you could have your tea in the garden I think I'd like to stay in my kitchen. My kitchen, Mum? This could really make a difference. What if it goes viral? Woman is a tea bag. In hot water she gets stronger. Oh, gosh, do you think Neville will get us more advertising work? It really pays well, doesn't it? If you actually get the paycheck. Mum, I explained that. The ad has to air first. So you haven't actually looked at the contract. That's what the manager you know, is you know, for? You know, oh, this she is it? What buy? Aphrodite, so you can smell as good as your dog. Huh? huh? Trying to get your man in the mood, downstairs smells like cat food. When he's ready yes. for sexy play, you can Ooh. watch that fishy smell away. Oh, oh Aphrodite, makes downstairs less vegemite mighty. Oh, oh, Aphrodite, makes you lady. Lane and Great uh! stuff, now Dr <laughs> Tina's here with waffles I <laughs> wasn't, <it>? today <laughs> we're talking about Well I was wrong, that was chippendous <laughs> <laughs> In our next chapter, Fox and Ruth have a mature discussion about where Ruth should live Cut it out mum, it's time you need to move out. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. You've got two weeks. I can't hear you. Lark is increasingly worried about the pressures in her life. I need to exercise more, leave my babies behind, and follow my dreams more. It's a pitiful time with my babies, More. And Neville gets some unpleasant news from Creepy Bob. But the ladies did the work. Y- you have to pay. Can the birds make the FemFest gig pay? We can't go on. All our songs have been hijacked by an intense poet or a soul-searching balladeer. Will Neville be able to redeem himself?
1: I failed you, ladies. And I'm so, so sorry.
0: And will Lark finally set some solid boundaries to save her from herself?
1: Can say no, Lark. Remember, you can say no.
0: Find out next time on Sparrow Folk Adventures in Severnia <coughs>
1: <coughs> Excuse me. As Sparrow Folk's original manager, I'm a bit worried Neville might not know what he's doing. So I'm just going to help out here with the rate and review reminder. So, rate and review. Thank you so much.
0: Sparrow Folk Adventures in Suburbia was created by Cathy Crowley, Juliet Moody. Paul Bissett and Catherine Prossar, based on characters created by Kathy and Juliet. All the roles were performed by Cathy and Juliet, who also wrote the music and lyrics. Paul and Catherine produced the podcast and wrote the scripts, with additional material by Kathy and Juliet. Catherine directed and Paul did the audio design and engineering. Sparrowfolk Adventures in Suburbia is a Magenius production in association with Sparrowfolk and was produced on Ngunnawal Land in Canberra, Australia. This podcast was supported by funding from the ACT Government through Arts ACT. Stay in touch with us on Instagram at foxandlark or email us at thenest at sparrowfolk.com. Just remember, Sparrowfolk has a hyphen in the middle. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.